Hello, this is Sukrit from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 23rd of December. Today, a merchant ship was attacked by a drone strike in the Indian Ocean, two maritime agencies reported. However, no deaths or injuries have been reported so far. The drone strike occurred 200 kilometers southwest of the coastal town of Veraval in Gujarat. The vessel that was attacked is a Liberian flag tanker that was carrying chemical products. According to the maritime security firm Ambre, the vessel was Israel-affiliated. It said the drone strike caused structural damage to the vessel and a fire which was extinguished before it caused any casualties. The incident happened in the wake of attacks by Iran-backed Yemen's Houthi militants that have been attacking commercial shipping in the Red Sea. However, according to Ambre, as well as the British military's United Kingdom maritime trade operations, the drone attack is as yet unclaimed. In its statement on its website, Ambre said, and I quote, Some structural damage was also reported and some water was taken on board. The vessel was Israel-affiliated. She had last called Saudi Arabia and was destined for India at the time. Unquote. According to the shipping security firm, the Indian Navy was responding to the attack. Following an ambush attack by terrorists on army personnel on Thursday, mobile internet services were suspended today in Jammu and Kashmir's Rajori district. One militant was killed last night when the army foiled an infiltration bid along the international border with Pakistan. According to the Indian Express citing official sources, the militant was killed while trying to infiltrate the border at the Khur village in Akhnur. The militant's identity and affiliation with terrorists' outfits has not been determined yet. Massive search operations are underway in the heavily forested area near the site where the army vehicles were attacked, in JNK's Poonch district. On Friday evening, three locals were found dead near this site. An army official said, and I quote, Suspected movement of four militants was seen through the surveillance devices on the intervening night. The army opened fire. Militants were seen dragging a body back across the international border, unquote. Sniffer dogs and helicopters have been employed in the ongoing search operations in the Rajori district, according to PTI sighting official sources. In addition, a team of the National Investigation Agency has also visited the ambush site. Bihar Deputy Chief Minister Tejasvi Yadav has been summoned by the Enforcement Directorate again in a land-for-jobs money laundering case, PTI reported citing sources. He has been called by the ED for questioning on the 5th of January. Yadav had earlier been called to appear before the ED on the 22nd of December, but he skipped the summons. A day earlier, he had alleged that the central agencies were acting on the directions of the BJP by summoning him. While speaking to reporters, he said that he had been called for questioning in the same case multiple times previously and had duly appeared for the hearings. But now it seems to have become routine. Meanwhile, Tejasvi's father and Rashtriya Janta Dal leader Lalu Prasad Yadav has also been summoned to appear before the ED in the same case on the 27th of December. He said that he had predicted this action by the ED previously, saying, and I quote, I had said that no sooner than the assembly elections in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh and Chhattisgarh were over, these agencies would be back in business and train their guns on Bihar, Jharkhand and Delhi. And you can see what is happening to Delhi CM Arvind Kejriwal. Unquote. The alleged land-for-job scam dates back to 2004 and 2009 when Lalu Yadav was the railway minister. The CBI has alleged his involvement in irregular appointments that violated the ministry's norms and that Yadav gave out jobs in exchange for land sold to his family at highly discounted rates. 
Listeners, the wrestlers' protest against BJP MP Brijbhushan Singh is no longer part of the top headlines in India, and big media has made that clear. This week, Brijbhushan's aide became president of the Wrestling Federation of India. Soon after, Olympic medalist Sakshi Malik tearfully quit wrestling in protest. Bajrang Punia returned his Padma Shri. But if you watched primetime news, you might not have known what went down. Several anchors didn't cover the issue at all. Some appeared to trivialize what happened. Read all about it in our story headlined Indian Wrestling Loses a Champion. Primetime couldn't care less. Because we try to tell the stories that big media won't, since we don't depend on the powerful for ads. If you're not a subscriber yet, head on to newslaundry.com, pick a plan of your choice, and power our work. The Enforcement Directorate made three new arrests in the money laundering case involving Chinese smartphone maker Vivo, PTI reported today. While the identity of the three people arrested is not yet disclosed, they were booked under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act or PMLA. The ED filed a charge sheet against Vivo India in the case on the 7th of December. The Chinese smartphone maker was listed as the primary accused in the ED's charge sheet. Back in October, the ED had alleged that Vivo India had hidden its profits and siphoned off $13 billion. It also claimed that several of its employees had concealed their employment with Vivo while applying for Indian visas. According to Reuters, the ED said that at least 30 Chinese nationals arrived in India on business visas but did not disclose their employment with Vivo. The ED also said, and I quote, Various Chinese nationals have been travelling across India, including sensitive places of Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh, in gross violation of Indian visa conditions. Unquote. Last year, the ED had raided Vivo's offices in 40 locations in India. It was just another step in the ED's seeming crackdown on Chinese manufacturers. It had previously booked Xiaomi India for alleged violations of the Foreign Exchange Management Act. The Indian Embassy in Paris has confirmed that a chartered plane carrying 300 Indian-origin people was grounded, PTI reported. The aircraft was flying from Dubai to Nicaragua in South America. It had made a technical stopover at Francis Vatry Airport when French security agencies intervened on suspicion of human trafficking. The aircraft was operated by Romanian legend airlines. According to a report by French newspaper Le Monde, the National Anti-Organized Crime Agency, Junalco, has taken over the investigation. The investigators have detained two people for further examination while all passengers on board the aircraft are being questioned. A tweet by the Indian Mission in France said, and I quote, French authorities informed us of a plane with 303 people, mostly Indian origin, from Dubai to Nicaragua, detained on a technical halt at a French airport. Embassy team has reached and obtained consular access. We are investigating the situation, also ensuring well-being of passengers." Unquote. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.